And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com and FilmReview.com's own Mark Eastman. Yeah. I'm going to say them both all the time. You got them just you because it makes you roll your eyes. I, I think it's hilarious. Ways. Yeah. And uh, with me, as always, is co host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And, uh, you know, my mic is being a little weird here. This week, it's uh, Ted 2. Yeah, big hit. Uh, because uh, everything else is already out. Right. And, and, and that's all. Because you confidence. It's, uh, it's funny to look at, you know, the uh, take this week because uh, Jurassic World, which is like three weeks old, right. uh, Inside Out, which is two weeks old, yep. you're kind of like neck and neck, Yep. like fighting for a huge thing. Ted 2, not so much. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, we should say that it's it's not like it's doing horrible. No, it did it, thirty three million, which is it's not doing what they might have wanted it to do for sure. Right. And considering the fact that one I mean, you know, everyone knew those two movies were gonna be huge. Yeah. When you put Ted Two in the slot, you knew right. that those were still gonna be huge. The Pixar movie is not going to do bad. Right. Right. But we may not have known that it was going to do this awesome right. uh, and really take over. And Jurassic World, Jurassic World's a little bit of a surprise to me. Uh, it, it When it first came out, it was a surprise when it was gigantic that weekend. Right. I mean, I, you know it's going to be big. Yeah. But I didn't know it was going to be that big. Right. So now Ted 2 is faced with two movies that are way bigger than people thought they were probably going to be. Yeah. Although I saw something the other day that said, uh, you know, the studio predicted Jurassic World pretty closely. Uh, to what it, to what yeah. it was going to do? Yeah. Um. I I mean before that. I think that takes they, a lot they of people. Actual, so, they that, actually. It's amazing. Right. Um. Yeah, but it's it's doing crazy money. So Ted two, not so much. How crazy is it to be Chris Pratt? You know, you got two of the biggest films two summers in a row. I mean, he's the new. You know. Yeah. He's the he's, new guy. He's everywhere. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's all uh, the world is over now. I mean, right. it's just it's Chris Pratt's yeah. world. Yeah, the next uh, few years, it will be interesting for me anyway to you know five years from now to see what's going on with him because you know there's always seriously with the noise there there's all there's always you know whoever becomes the next it person right and then you know sometimes they're just the it person. For the they're rest of their lives, right. and sometimes right. it's for a couple of years, and then you don't yeah. see him again. And then they do weird decisions. I remember when right. Will Smith was the July Fourth. Oh yeah, like he was every the man. Year, every every Fourth of July, his movie would open and would crush for the whole summer. Right. And now it's kind of you know he's certainly not that guy anymore. But it's kind of hard to argue that if Chris Pratt is in anything next year and it's in the summer, right. man, just look out. Right. You know, the guy can do whatever he wants. So and uh, you know that uh, leads us into uh, since we're just babbling anyway right uh <laughs> well, you know i was i was uh telling you 
the other day, there's uh, new new information anyway about this Passengers movie. Right. That's going to be uh, Chris Pratt and um, what's her name? Right. <laughs> She's big now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, Hunger Games. Right. Uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. So we've decided to take the two biggest it people we can and put them in a non-action, yeah. like non-summer t- type movie where, you know, pretty much their salary is the whole budget of right, the movie and see what happens, right? Yeah. See if we can really draw people in. Yeah. So that movie, which is, uh, as I understand it, about to begin filming, so it's not like you're about to see it real soon. Right. But that movie is like two people on a spaceship where everybody else is in suspended animation, Chris Pratt, something goes wrong. He wakes up and uh, you know, they're on a ship to go colonize a planet or whatever. So they're on some super long voyage. Right. And everyone's in suspended animation. Something goes wrong. He gets woken up 90 years before they're supposed to get there. And this is not the sort of thing uh, like we've seen in other, you know, sci-fi movies where he goes, oh, I just get back in and push right. the button again and I'm back to sleep. No, he's like stuck. Right. And he is faced with the idea that he's just going to have to live out his whole life and die because he will be dead right. by the time they get there all by himself. And he decides to wake up Jennifer Lawrence right. and go, nope, not going to be alone. I'm going to wake somebody up. Right. And, uh, and she, yeah, she wins the lottery. I don't know how he does, if he throws a dart or right. <laughs> like what <whatever. laughs> around in the first capsule he touches. <laughs> right. Right. And now we've got to deal with, uh, she's probably not going to be that happy. Yeah. So now it's like, I love that is idea. It, is she just going to be pissed for the next 90 right. years? Right. And, or is she, you know, going to kill him or right. whatever? So it's like an interesting movie, but really yeah. it's sort of like Moon, you know? Right. It's just, exactly. It's, you're just and sitting there on a set. Of, you don't need a lot of budget. You need <laughs> right. a little bit for the star flares. And, and it's just, uh, you know, mostly them just talking I, to each other. Yeah. It's an interesting, awesome move to take these people who are making, you know, billions of dollars yeah. in action, yeah. you know, crazy, whatever, and go, well, what if we, what if they just sit in a room for an hour? Yeah. Right. <laughs> will people it's show like, up? It's like and the unplugged version of summer films. Just let's, <laughs> let's just strip it down yeah. into just performance. And what are if, you telling me that it was one of those, or or did I, I may have picked it up from somewhere, that it was one of the blacklist screenplays? That I uh, did not tell you that. I must have picked uh, that up. Could somewhere. easily the, be though. the blacklist ones are the you know the best of the unmade films, and they get looked at right. and the synopsis are are read, and then you get to like kind of vote, and then every once in a while a film that is the best of the blacklist actually does get made. But uh, right, uh, I'm the, pretty there's, sure that there's I'm a bit, sure there's a big thing the every year movies. where they come out with uh, the list. Yeah. Um, of what are the you know whoever decide i actually vote for that but yeah. whoever decides whoever decides what it is and um and then there's always like this big thing yeah. as soon as that list comes out then you know lots of people go well maybe we right. better we look at those look again, at again because right yeah. right so and some of them are astronomically stupid and then others are incredibly engaging i'm like how could you not want to make that right film? just on a point of principle how did that how did that how did, how did that the cracks through, yeah so. Anyway, so anyway, that's so that's, that's something to look for. That, that's next year, right? That's, that I, should be. Eh, I don't Maybe know. I don't know because they're just about to start filming. Yeah. So who knows? On the right. one hand, you know, a movie could take a while sure. to, to actually get released. Get On released. the other hand, how long could it take to film this? Right. It's just I mean, be, let's talk and wake up and yeah. We, right. I mean, it's just uh, cool. we don't have to put together all the stunts and action sequences right. or whatever. Yeah. So. 
anyway, so Ted two. Uh you know, we might as well just jump in. Um and we're we can uh we we are a little early. Um you know, I love the, how it, the idea of us being late with our review to start the show is actually now we're being early. Like there's right. a set time. We'll show you. There is, right. <laughs> We've got we're going to really. Uh, one gonna, day we are really going to be like, hey, we're going right, to start a clock. Man, co-host, you know. By the way, this is a four. Okay, let's go. And people are going to be like, what the heck? <laughs> right. And we'll spend uh, we'll spend like forty minutes talking about other things. <laughs> other stuff, after. right? That would be uh, funny. We'll run out. Uh, we, you know, I did want to look ahead a little bit at some of the movies, not right now, but maybe we'll yep. do this after or whatever. Um, we haven't, you know, with the transition now, like to filmreview.com. So there's, we're moving stuff to filmreview.com. The, um, new reviews and stuff are going up there and everything. And that has kind of like, I, I don't know, lessened our email Oh really? Response oh, or whatever. So, I like so we don't we, we haven't been getting like as many emails. So, if you, but if you have any questions sure. about uh, you know any movies coming up or any reviews we gave or yep. just want to you know tell us we're wrong and we suck, right? Which we'll take that too. Which we will get many of next week, <laughs> right? <laughs> because. Because that's just a recipe for getting a lot of sure. emails. You're it's, asking it's Ted too in the first place, right? So that's right. going to happen. Uh, but anyway, not a lot this week. But, the, you know, there are some pretty cool things coming out uh, before too long, and we will talk about those in a little while. I thought um, for a second you'd forgotten you were just going to get to Ted. And no. Thought, well, we just, we'll just, uh, yeah, just going to we'll keep saying we'll get to that. But Yeah, so now uh, uh, my prerogative as the host, yeah. I, I'm going to make you go first on Ted 2. This is funny. <laughs> when you do these things, and I don't, I don't care, but you, it's almost like you wonder if this will be the big day where I'm like, I, I love this. You're just so going to go. This is a nine. Eight You're and like, a half. This is the stupidest thing ever. And then <laughs> right. we get our Ebert and right. Siskel thing going on. Uh, this was a weird film. We say that often. <laughs> we say it often. But I – four and a half. You had a great I was gonna, time. I was going to say a lot of stuff for it. I think it's just below average. I think it's four and a half. Wow. See, you know, it's sometimes it's funny when we are thinking about – you know, we have to think of our yeah. review fairly quickly. It's not like we just <laughs> walked out of this one. But, you know, we tried right. it. We tried we, to be really know, quick. This was um, – yeah. It's weird when you try to think about it, and sometimes like a number just like kind of hits you. Yeah, you're just like thinking. You're just like thinking about it. You're yeah. not trying to really figure out why or you know yeah. compare the positives and the negatives. Right. Sometimes you just go, well, you know, it just feels like this number yeah. or whatever. Yep. And then something will like throw you right. on that. You right. Know? And you know, there's something about every time you say like something like this is just below average. Yeah. Then I start thinking, you know, an average movie, like how good or bad is an average movie? Yeah. Which, you know, there's obviously there's a big there's obviously a couple of, of ways to right. look at that right? because I assume you're around three, you know, maybe two and a half. I, I don't expect you to be, you know, astronomical on this. Right. No, um, I'm really pretty solidly at a two. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, <laughs> it's funny because as soon as this movie ended, you're like, you laughed. You laughed a bunch. And I'm like, you know, and I, you had a laugh, good response. I laugh sometimes when like people run into doors. Right. It doesn't mean that it's a, and that it doesn't mean that it's a four star right. movie. No, it just means <laughs> just funny. because that person ran you into think, a door. Okay, so just as a quick aside, do you think when you're watching a film and like you described, like the number just hits you. You're pretty like, look, if things don't change or even if things, you know, more or less stay the same, like this feels like, you know, or whatever right. that number hits you, 
Do you think it often happens more with a higher rated film or a lower rated film? I think, you know, I have that feeling where I'm watching something and we're not even at the end yet or we get done. And, and as soon as it's done, I'm like, I know what that was. Right. And it doesn't have to always be like a Mad Max Fury Road where I'm like, that's I got to figure out why that's not a 10. Right. And it is very easy when we see something like Carrie and I'm like, you got to tell me how this gets anything. You know, you got <laughs> exactly. to push hard. Right. Obviously, that's the very far. Those are easy. But right? uh, is it? You know, do you think it happens I, I think, higher or I lower? think most of the time when I don't really have to analyze a movie and I just have that feeling, it's sort of like what you said. Like, if I'm either, if I'm like between four and like right. five and a half. Yep. Or for some reason, if I'm like seven. I was just going to say seven. Like, there's seven something about there's something seven. Sweet spot right? Yeah. Hits, and that, you know it. And you're that, like, that, there are a lot of movies where yeah. I just go, that's seven. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> but... But some, you know, when it's really close to five, then I'm like, it, it does happen a lot where I go, right. it's just below average or it's right. just above average See, or something weird, like that. That's yeah. the weird median for me. If it's if it's between four and a half and six and a half, maybe six and a half pushes it. Maybe four and a half to six. There's that big gully of, eh. Yeah. But I, when I hit that moment, I'm like, do I feel like this was, you know, do I play by the number? And I'm like, is this pretty much just average? Is it in the middle at five? Or right. was it a little below what I thought it should have? You know, that's where that big. Right. And for me, when I'm doing like things like the lists, the lists are the same thing. I know what probably the best film of the year I saw was. And I right. probably know or I ought to know uh, what the worst was. And it's finding the middle when you get to the, the four to six or the three to three to six. And you're like, well, did I like that better than this? Why? You know, it's that's like, yeah, where, that's where it's, it gets trickier. Yeah, it's like the movies that are nine through twelve for me. Right, you that's know? the it's hard. Like, which are the yeah. ones that get to make it? It's 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 starting to really crack me up. I'm just like sitting here watching you because it's cracking me up how much yeah. you are like not trying to talk about the movie either. Which yeah. is any well, is anything so that we can talk about to not well, have to talk we, about the movie. We kind of talked about you know the same stuff that we were going to say. We don't often do this, but sometimes we just can't help it. We saw the film Friday and. There is no 3D for this. Just right. getting the clean, the, the housekeeping things out of the way. There is a scene at the end of the credits, which it is not I worth waiting worth for, really. For. I really don't. I mean, it's, it's, it's not worth waiting for because, uh, well, I'll say this, though. If you're a super fan of it and you loved it and everything, then, then you might you might then, as well sit and wait for it. But right. I, I was going to say you could just wait until you buy it and you could watch it on right. the bonus features. But if you're that big a fan, then matter. you might as well sit and watch it, right. but it's not that we, great. We're watching this film, and, and and it's funny. Like There are times where not only just you, I don't get to point at you and be like, I'm stoic. You laughed. You cracked. Right. You have to give it a six there, at least. There, there, are, there, there are, are some things. funny parts. But yeah. as we said before, and I don't know if anybody, you know, our audience is kind of interesting because I don't know how many have tuned in recently or not. We, you know, we covered the first one. Right. And I feel like, strangely enough, this could be the fastest if we need it to be. The fastest podcast we've ever done, barring technical difficulties. I'll knock on wood. Right, because we could just say go listen, just to, say, the go listen to the first one, <laughs> the, the first review. Because it's I probably like every exactly single the thing same. I thought to say as we were walking out, as we were talking about it, while we were waiting for the you remembered scene, saying remembered, it before. I, I remember the deja vu feeling of being like, I, you know, this is how I felt the first. That time already around. happened, and yeah. it hasn't changed, and it didn't even necessarily change from Ted. When we saw A Million Ways to Die in the West, I feel like I said the exact same thing. Yeah, like it, so, it's still very similar. We'll and, try to come up with something new, maybe. But man, I don't. Do you feel that? I mean, uh, I I do, okay. and I I think the reason is uh, it's the, it's the crazy Seth you know, MacFarlane ness 
Right. It's, it is it's all just it's him. some weird theory of movies. Like, you know, if you are a fan of his from the various, you know, TV shows, uh, animated TV shows that he's been involved with. Right. Then, you know, probably you don't care. Yeah. I don't think they're terrible. I think they have their moments. Right. I don't I don't really think right. they're that funny. It's odd because when uh, Family Guy first started, I yeah. liked it. And I was telling you this last night, too. Right. I, when it first started, I really liked it. And then all of a sudden I went, wait, what's happening now? Right. It was, you know, it just kind of got a little weird and goofy. But every once in a while I'll catch it. And, you know, it's just it's kind of like watching the movie. Right. It's like there will be a couple of funny parts. Yeah. But all coming together, you know, it, it doesn't really work that well. For and me. you've got and, good, and you've that's got, what happens with the movie. You've got an interesting theory on this, which is funny because I take the exact opposite about Seth MacFarlane. Like, I don't know if you want to get into that now, but right. when, we, when we were watching <laughs> sure. the film, you were saying stuff like, I actually think that he doesn't think any of this is funny. No, I don't. And I'm I'm on the exact opposite. I I feel like he thinks it's all terribly funny and can't stop himself. And, and I, I but I, I see think, your point of view perfectly. I just see it the other I, way. I think that there are there are clearly some parts in the movie that are funny. Yeah. But you know it's it, it kind of goes to the whole construction of it, right? Right. I think that he just comes up with a couple of gags. Yeah. That are kind of funny. Yeah. And and then has to build a movie around it. And those moments, probably he thinks those are funny. I think, probably. you know, like the the few things, the few times that I laughed, the few things that there are actually many. funny, right? Many. Yeah, I th- you know, maybe he thinks those are funny or whatever. But yeah. a lot of it, I don't even think that he thinks it's funny. Right. I think, you know, this is the other thing we were talking about. It's like going over the line, right? Right. It's like he just thinks they go over the line. Yeah. I don't know that he thinks. That they're it's funny. Right. He he takes he takes an idea for a gag, and where everyone else would stop, he goes, "Nope, go farther." Yep. And then he goes farther again. And then if you say, "But is it funny?" He just says, "It's over the line." Right. That's all. That's right. that's all I need. And I yeah. don't think that he necess- I don't think he watches his own movies and cracks up like crazy. Yeah, person, I don't right? know. Like, like like laughs hysterically. Yeah. I think it's really weird the way he constructs him. It's almost like he has a guy following him all the time, right? Yeah. When, you know, he's hanging out with friends or something. Yeah. Who, you know, all of a sudden Seth MacFarlane will, in the natural, like, course of events, just say, you know what would be hilarious is, uh, you know, he's at Comic-Con last year, and he's like, you know what would be hilarious is if they all just started fighting. Right. And then you had all these characters just fighting. He's got this little assistant who, like, writes it down. Yeah. And then – it's not like he just he takes notes himself and goes, yeah, that should be in the movie. It's that there's somebody following him around who writes shit down, and it just shows up in the movie. Right, and then right. Seth MacFarlane goes, wait, I didn't mean put that in the movie. Right, I'm just saying right. I think that would be funny. And yeah. then it just happens, and it, like he's it. not in control. Because none of that was funny. You didn't like any of the Comic-Con? Bro. None of the yeah. Comic-Con fight was funny. What's, what's funny is kind of like the idea of exactly. that happening right. is a little bit funny. And, right? I, and I think that that is... In in part, some of the stuff that's the most funny, but he doesn't know how to regulate. And I think, and again, and I agree with your... He, he knows the idea is funny. Exactly. He, he doesn't, doesn't know how to, how to film something right. that's actually funny about it or right. whatever. And I, think, and I think that he's hampered by just the opposite. I think he thinks it's so funny that he doesn't... It's almost like when you have a writer who is too loquacious for their own good. They need a good editor because what they're saying is interesting, but they just overwrite too much. Right. And they need someone to say, look, here's, here's the point. And they just say everything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And then they have to come, they have to come to some sort of editorial can, you know, 
condensed version of it, and they can't because they don't know how to stop writing. They just love the sound of their own keystrokes. Right. I feel the same way. I think it's an interesting point of view on him, except I think the other is true. I just think he thinks everything is too funny, and he it, can't stop to, to know. It could like, be both. It, it could be both. <laughs> Sometimes isn't it's that one. Scene, isn't that like almost perfectly indicative to the Comic-Con scene in this film where they there's a New York – it is New York Comic-Con, and there's this big kind of cabin-in-the-woods feel of like, okay, we've got the creature from the back, Black Lagoon and King Kong and zombies and everybody's and, and fighting. And people from Planet of the Apes and, and, and everyone it, who shows up in costume. it does seem like right. it should be a riot. And right. it is not funny in no, any way. not at all. And, and it's not even supposed to be taken seriously. It's, it, it is supposed to be like a geek brawl. And, and it is just and, not funny. And you know, we, know we've got funny. Flash Gordon... Right, because it, we it, had him in the first, first movie. Film. He's under contract to be For in this two, movie yeah. again, or yeah. whatever. So, and clearly, he's you know he's the guy who you know I don't know, and I I don't, don't want to say anything, a lot of supposing. He's there, he's the guy who you know is a guy you would see at Comic Con yeah, because is. he Sam you know he he would show up because right. uh, you know people who played like roles a long time ago that are sci-fi oriented or yeah. fantasy oriented or whatever, you know, they, they, they get they're gigs good. going from right. Comic-Con to Comic-Con. So we've got him. So he obviously has yeah. to be there. Right. And, and then it's just like, you know, I don't, wouldn't it be funny if they all just started fighting and right. it would, except that what you've done with it, <laughs> it, isn't funny, it yeah. just isn't. It's, and it's, and it's weird because sometimes he works clearly there. Yeah. There are things that are funny, you know, I think that maybe we wouldn't be able to completely uh, just uh, send people to the first one. Yeah. Because the first one, I at least had a little bit more of a story to it. I agree. And this one, it had like a theory of a story. This has a great idea. This one one has, like if you watch the trailer for this movie, which that my other problem is that if you had just made the trailer like 15 minutes long, we wouldn't have had to watch the movie at all. Right. (laughs) I agree with that too. It's everything's like really bloated and takes a really long time. There are a few gags that are kind of funny, but you know, like you said, they just keep going, you know, Liam Neeson's in it. And, uh, Ted Ted works at the grocery store still. Right. And so Liam Neeson comes in, there's like this really goofy gag. Yeah. Of of Liam Neeson buying some tricks, right, and and Ted having to respond to this, his craziness, right. and it's actually a little funny, right, for like ten seconds, right, but it's like two and a half it's minutes long, long or something. It's like really long, and it just keeps happening at you, yeah, and it's not funny anymore. And I think that a part of it, you know, like he just wants to push everything, yeah. And a lot of the time, and especially in this movie, it's like, if I just keep doing it more, then right. it's funnier. Work or, yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes that's true, but most of the time, that's like, can I stop watching this, please? Right. And that's a on. weird scene, too, because it was one of the only ones in the film. Well, I'll, I'll say that by setting it up with this about the Comic-Con scene again. It's too bad for Seth MacFarlane because that New York Comic-Con brawl scene, which is close to the climax of the film, actually is probably considered the climax of the film. Right. Man, that's a sweet spot because that's like his like like he's always like um, colliding one pop culture world with another. Right. And if you can't take you know a Power Ranger stepping on a Smurf cosplayer, you know, and right. make a joke out of it, then this is the place you should be able to make it work. But like you said, it just doesn't work for a number of different reasons. So you take all these pop culture references that he always throws in all of his things, and when we were watching the Liam Neeson 
grocery scene, I kept thinking, I don't watch enough Family Guy to get the joke that this is referencing. Because I get that it's supposed to be awkward and funny and strange. And then later, a minute later, I realized, oh, the joke is, this is just weird. It's not even a reference to anything I don't know. Because right. I watch the show. This is just strange because, hey, we got Liam for an it, hour. It, Let's it's just, just yeah, it's just take and, Liam Neeson, who's uh, in all these taken things now right. and all these like uh, big crazy things down, yeah. and let's just make him be, an eye. be ridiculous right. with it right. and have it and, it and have and, this tricks thing. But yeah. I genuinely thought I'm like this. What episode of Family Guy is this a riff on? Because <laughs> right. I thought it has if it's devoting enough time, and the film is two hours long or just a hair under two hours. Right. If if the film is even devoting the three minutes that it does to it, it must be something funny that it's building upon. Yeah, but no. So, but and it isn't. But it, but it, it really isn't. But it's, it's just not. a moment. So. And it, it's not even like for a second you think, does this? Con- am I not remembering something from the first movie? Yeah, right. Where there's I like I was a kind of a something. connection there. Yeah. And no. But uh, what I was going to say about the trailer actually is, uh, you know, if you've seen the plot in the trailer, you've seen the whole plot of the yeah. movie. There's there's no other plot steps yeah. anywhere in, in the movie it's just this whole thing about you know going to court and trying to prove that you know get his human civil, rights, his human civil rights, rights yeah. and right. whatever as a as a person right and you know they they go get their lawyer or whatever but it's like that's it it's just yeah. it's just like a bumper sticker right. the plot is just right <laughs> Him getting his th- if you and like I said, they cover it for like thirty seconds in a the trailer. Right. They cover it for like thirty seconds yeah, in the, the two-hour yeah. movie too. I mean, they go on these yeah spins about you know uh, going to the going to the sperm bank right and you know going off the road into this barn and finding this big field of weed and everything. Right. But it's just like these it's just these weird gags that get thrown against the wall. Somebody's got to draw a line between right. them and, right. and make you get the make yeah. you get from one to the next, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense. And it's there's just it's all built on we want to do these goofy things. I had an idea for you know a penis bong and right. and that being a funny thing. Uh, I want to put Warburton back in the tick suit and that was you know it's it's yeah. just like all this that you know if I want was, I want somebody to not get any of these geek. References. Right. I mean, now some of them are not geek references. Some right. of them are like Rocky. Right. Yeah. But, some of them are um, obvious, but but I want to have a character who doesn't get all these geek references. Yeah. I want to, you know, have a spot where somebody actually finally gives Mark Wahlberg and Ted some shit about smoking pot all the time. Right. Right. But then I also want them to smoke pot all the time. Right. I mean, it's just, it's just all so loosely connected. And, and then so, if that's what you're gonna do, yeah. Then it needs to be. A million times funnier, right? And there needs to not be like several minutes where nothing is even remotely funny, right? I mean, it, there's there's a long time in between at some points where you're not even like really trying to be funny. You right. have like, you know, delusions of not needing to be funny, right? Right. Or whatever. You you can't forget what got you to the dance, you know, and you can't you can't uh, you know can't obscure these things too at the same time while trying to be subversive about another not not a genre but another goal that you want like there there are times and I remember feeling this way in the first Ted film and in, in a million ways to die in the west like people give Seth MacFarlane a lot of grief I think if he stayed from comedy or just hinted at it and did something kind of more genuine he seems to be able to affect a um 
I guess sincere is the. I mean, I've, I, there are times where he is sincerely trying to show something and, and and say something, and I think those work. But man, the movie, you know, without nitpicking the scenes, but we could do that because it's all over the place. It's just terribly uneven. Right. Like it tries so hard to be funny, and I'll be damned if it doesn't for forty five second seconds throw everything funny. And as a result, you know, you will you'll laugh at something because it just keeps escalating until right. it says, "I can't take this anymore unless I kill you or God." And then, oh, and then it's like um, he—it's got like everything that it's trying. Yeah. So everybody's gonna laugh at something. something. And then what you have is you won't you laugh that. for a long time no. again. And but, then, there's, you know. then there's the weird, interesting thing because we saw it in a relatively full theater. Um, then there's that contagion of laughter, and when you go to a comedy, you're ready to laugh right. you know, most of the time. And and then there's something about the you know, the collection of the chorus of laughter, because you're laughing at something that happened 10 minutes into the joke. I'm loosening up because laughter is contagious. And now 25 seconds in, I'm laughing. Then all of a sudden you walk out and everyone's like, that was a big funny hit. Right. Except, uh, except in this one, not so much. Right. You know, in, when we saw Ted, yeah. I feel like people were getting that a lot more. Yeah, I do too. Than in this one. In Ted, first of all, there's a little bit more story. Okay, yeah. and you know, with this one, if you're going to have these giant gaps in between when I laugh, then that's way too much time for me to just sit there thinking this story's stupid. Right, I'm not laughing. I paid to laugh. <laughs> right? what, you know, make I mean, laugh. if you're actually funny a lot, yeah, and I don't have time to just care about the story or whether or not it's ridiculous right. or you know the the horribly just paper thin plot thing mm -hmm. where um oh and now we're at comic-con like i wanted to be at comic-con i'm going to get there right i want donnie to be following us to be the bad guy he shows up where he couldn't possibly be right. and yeah. it may first of all there's no way anyone could have followed them right. because of the story that we made and right. the gags we wanted to do and how they traveled to comic-con yeah and first of all, they drove from Boston to New York for a hell of a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, even if you count when they – so they crash. We see them crash in the barn in the trailer, so that's not yeah, even that's giving, not anything, giving anything, away. anything away. But at, from the time they leave to the time they crash, yeah. that you could have drove to New York like five times already yeah. for Boston. And right. then they spend the night there, and then they get up, and then they drive for a while right. again. It's a four-and-a-half-hour drive at most. <laughs> like, it's not that far. right. And they drove there for like a whole day. Yeah, I mean, right. it was right. it was insane. But anyway, but we want them to get to Comic Con, and we want to throw these gags in. And so throwing the gags in means all this crazy stuff happens. And right. there's actually, it turns out, there's no way anyone could have followed him. Right. And that there right. he is because he has to be there yeah. for the rest we of the thing. We actually already shot that scene, right. so he really he has to, to he has to find them. And if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't matter. And you know that's fine if you're making a really goofy comedy yeah. and you're going to actually be funny if you're going to be funny all the time and people are laughing then nobody is going to go how the hell did he follow him there right, <laughs> right. there's no and and not only does he like follow him, but he like magically appears <laughs> and he's following them and and you know this whole thing with like the the hasbro guy and the doing all this you know does any of that make sense? Would it really like yeah. be a thing? 
what you know would the Hasbro guy all of a sudden wait that is genius and you know I mean all this goofy stuff no one would care if you were just laughing all the time right that no one's gonna no one's gonna write their review later and go look at all these plot holes of this because because then you're just crazy Crazy. that's not what you're watching but when it's not funny I mean I know I know I laughed but there were really long spans of time where, yeah, where I was nothing. sitting there thinking to myself, there isn't even anything trying to be funny right. for so right. long yeah. that I'm just sitting here. And it's like, you know, he wants to have his like weird her playing the guitar moment. It's all it's yeah. all some of the scenes, you know, some of the scenes are it's so weirdly constructed because a lot of it obviously is just he had an idea of a gag. Yep. And we have to work that in. But then it's almost like there are these other scenes where the people like got it in their contract or something. Right. They're like, I'll do your dumb thing, but I get to play the guitar. Right. Make it happen. Right. And, like, it, okay. and you have to put yeah. that in there. And and then so then there's a whole other level of random stuff. And, you know, like, uh, you know, like Warburton's like, OK, I'll put the tick costume on, right. but I want to beat up. Nerd that whole thing, or whatever. That whole thing yeah. that kept happening and happening is another, you know, it's another one of these things where I'm like, either I don't remember the tick right, or I'm missing a joke somewhere else because, as bullied as he is, you know, as bullying as he is, right. he's just ripping on everybody that he sees because the Comic Con's stereotypically full of nerds, and right, he's revenge of the nerds, and, captain, and it's you know? and it's another thing where you know, like a couple of times. It was funny. Humorous. You know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't exactly like really funny, I but it's not like you're going to laugh right. out loud about it, but it was, you know, was kind cute. of funny. Yeah. It was funny because of the way in which he can he perfectly it. deliver it right. because he can be like so flat about yeah. it. And, like, yeah. you know, like he almost doesn't even notice he's doing it. Right. So like he's, right. And you're like, man, I it's almost, it's almost like it's accidentally yeah. happening. Yeah. And, and it was funny a couple of times, but then he just kept showing up yeah. when, when it really made no sense. You know, you're at Comic-Con, right? And we have a whole, you know, what are they, like 10, 15 minutes that yeah. they're wandering around? Yeah. And everyone finds everyone yeah. in Comic-Con. And, and not only that, but they just keep finding them. Right. And they get lost again, and they go, oh, wait, oh, we have to look is. for him again. Right. Okay, that should be about 10 seconds yeah. to find him. So And maybe if you're Seth MacFarlane at Comic-Con, you Comic-Con feel like, was like finds you. Comic-Con was like one big room. Right. And it yeah. wasn't even yeah. that big a no, room. It wasn't even that. <laughs> if you, it, maybe he feels like everybody finds him at Comic-Con because he's Seth MacFarlane. I've looked for people at Comic-Con and never found anybody remotely looking like these people. But, you know, there's there's always this this interesting kind of inclusion, too, like you're mentioning, where, you know, if this were like a George Lucas film and, and I had to pay attention to some three-headed announcer for some podcast, uh, for some pod race, uh, I'd be like, okay, that's an attempt to sell me an action figure right. or a Happy Meal. Man, this whole and he did it. I was really more aware of it this time than I think I've ever been. Um, it wasn't product placement. It wasn't like he was trying to shill for Hasbro. Though interestingly enough, kind of neat that Hasbro signed on, or maybe they maybe they didn't matter to be like the villain. Right. Like that's kind of a weird stance to make a major toy company to be like, yeah, we're going to be the bad guy. Right. We, we'll own that. But if he's not trying to sell, like I mean, the easiest example is like this fresh cakes slogan that I right. know is going to show up on t-shirts and bumper stickers. Uh, right, like, right. How hard you had to work to make this thing 
effective in your movie, though at no point did I laugh at it. And you don't get anything out of it. And there's no payoff for it at all. But now this is the new slogan that apparently somebody in Seth's office or world has been like getting in his head. And he's like, I'm going to put that in the film. Like there were a few times where stuff like that happened. And I was just like, you are distracting yourself too much from what you need to be doing, which is not, you don't have to tell me something funny every 10 seconds, but you should really be kind of pointed towards something funny every couple minutes, or at least advancing the story in a way, and it just doesn't work. It and, just doesn't and, work and you know, nothing, it's funny because nothing advances the story. No. There are only actually things that kind of detract from the story. Yeah. It's like the next, the, time. the next point that any other movie would have something that would yeah. progress the story, this one just, you know takes us off to the farm for right. a few minutes so we can do something else that's right. that's uh, just, you know, another little segue into something else that's not even about and, the movie anymore. You know, it's it's all it's also weirdly random that you know, it's it's almost like there is no screenplay to this movie. It's like he's got a bunch of gags. Other people have a, you know, somebody is Hasbro wants this scene. Mm-hmm. The actors will only do the movie if you give them this scene. Right. And it's just piece it all together, and it's just it's so random and awkward. It's a weird patch you know? quilt of of things, and it just you know it, it won't surprise anyone if we say for a two hour comedy it could have been a lot tighter if it had been a lot less. Um, you know, it, I see the flip side of this though. Also, look, I'm thinking critically about it about why I didn't think it was so amazing. I actually do see that if you're and you you've said this to you know we've said this a bunch of times you don't really need us to tell you this film is worth going to see or not if you're a Seth MacFarlane fan nothing's going to stop you from seeing this right. film whether you're a Family Guy fan or a Seth fan you know whether whether you loved one aspect of him or the other this is really a a live action version of Family Guy in in a way that almost to the point where they make a joke or a reference about something in pop culture and they digress and they show an animated version of David Hasselhoff talking to right. Michael J. Fox, or you know, if that could happen in this film, it would, and in some ways, it does. There are there are cameos yeah. by people like Jay Leno. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's things. They're all over the place. But yeah. it's it's almost interesting in a way that, like what you said, if we had watched a movie about, you know, if the film had been called, uh, you know, Ted Lives? Question mark. You know, and and it's can we can some sentient being have civil rights? Can we actually get to that? This movie, if you watch it clipped and put together about what it's about would be 15 minutes long. Right. And it might be a fun short film. You'd get you you'd get you know, everything you'd get everything you needed to get, right? From that and that happens in the that. movie from right. the time that they, you know, hire a lawyer, they lose the first case, they have to go see Morgan Through Freeman the and all this stuff. Then they right. have to get a attack so that Morgan oh, Freeman yeah, right, will right. get suckered into this whole so, uh, if Mark Wahlberg is willing to like save him right then, or whatever like nonsense right? Right. right and and all you would cut out of it is like you know the goofy montage say, scene where they're dancing around the library yep. and 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 you know that's another scene where it's you know it's like Mark Wahlberg said I want to do like a goofy dance let's do the number or whoever yeah. you know whoever right. <laughs> whoever's idea that was or right. whatever but it was it was meaningless and silly, and then there was a lot of you know somebody who has weed money, right? What was also you know involved in things, or I don't know, maybe Seth MacFarlane is just really into weed. But there right. was there was so many scenes in it where it was like we're just smoking weed just to smoke weed, right? It's not even like there's a joke about it, yeah. or it's funny, or 
you know, they they kind of tried to have this like uh, Wahlberg goes on a bad trip kind of thing yeah. or gets the wrong weed right. or whatever. And then he's all paranoid and holding right. onto the wall. But for the most part, it really was just like we just want to keep saying that it's our lifestyle choice. Right. I mean, right. you know, it wasn't because there was anything funny to come out of it. it it's strange, too. I feel like. It did more. I haven't seen the first film since we saw the film. Right. You know, it was never one that I felt like I had to rewatch. And strangely enough, I think it only works on cable. Like, I mean, HBO. Like, I don't think you could censor right. it no, and still make it no. funny. This is those. This is one of those films you just don't even bother airing. Um, it, it's interesting the way that Ted is the star of the film when I feel like he would be so much more better served as a supporting character. Like for me, the if we could film, work a story, the film should be more yeah. about Mark Wahlberg, even though like in, know, a, in, in a, a way sense, the first one was the way the first of. one was. It was mostly yeah. about him with this sidekick who was hilarious and unfiltered. And I remember thinking when I had heard about Ted initially, I was like, well, this is a grown up Calvin and Hobbes. Like this isn't a grown right. man walking around with a stuffed bear, or maybe it is. But maybe this is like this version of his id or his ego that he right. just hears from, and then eventually they do with you know voices, right? I mean, not to the same extent, but um, if if Mark Wahlberg, who is still very charismatic as a draw, if he was just more of the center of things, and then Ted was there to back him up and stuff, this thing might have just crushed everything, right? But they don't. I don't know that they don't trust that. Just, <clears throat> but this it, is it, a different story. It's kind of like he just he doesn't really have a story, and I feel like he actually works a lot better. Even though I don't love Family Guy yeah. or or really love the other shows, they're still you know they're still okay. But I feel like if if you get past twenty minutes of what the story has to be about, he doesn't really know how to do it. Isn't that what we when said the last time? Uh, I, th- was, I think it is because that actually. sounds so familiar that you know it's like this is what the sitcom. I, I think we might have said that in the uh, in the in the West one. The yeah, mid- mid- yeah. Yes. because. Man, they were clockwork. When it's then. when it's twenty minutes long, right. you don't have time to mess around with anything. Right. You don't have any kind of time to like just sit there and stare at something for two minutes, right? right? Yeah. And you know, uh, as a writer, I would think you can kind of get into that like mode, you know, yeah. of that's what you do. Then all of a sudden, you've got all this time, and you know, you have some gags you want to do, but you've got to fill everything yeah. in. And then there are so many scenes in this where it, feels like we're just looking at stuff for a long time right for or, no for no real reason or or even more importantly there are things like okay so we've been bashing this thing for 40 minutes and uh, right. ironically we didn't rate it sevens and eights you know we're actually kind of ripping on something we rated low throughout all the things that are funny man there are some funny things you know and, and again i never knee slapped or couldn't breathe because i was laughing so hard but you know, and there's a there's a there's but, there, to but, this, there, but to be fair, there were some times when you like couldn't hear the next line, right? The because there's so because much laughter. Other people were and laughing. Stuff that I just didn't. I thought at points like it's easy to go for a joke, like what you were just saying. Um, sometimes you're just looking at something, and I think it's funny, or it's supposed to be funny, because you're looking at something, and there's an animated living teddy bear there. Right. Like when we first see him and his wife. And they're fighting over the bills, and it's kind of a funny fight. You know, she's a cashier, and she's buying all this. And it and stuff. it's it's just the insanity of it, it being just a bear. The bear. It's, right. it's because there's a talking teddy bear. There's no joke about it. No, it's, it's just, just that him. the thing is happening right. as a joke. And, yeah. and they get into a stereotypical that's Boston like, that, or New York that stuff's fight. That's actually not even that bad, right? You know, right? And it still plays well, and it's still, but it's very stereotypical. Like they get into a fight, she's throwing dishes, he's knocking over tables, but you're laughing because he's a teddy bear knocking over a table, not right. because this is a marriage dispute and then 
when he goes to the window, that was funny too. That was funny, you know. And, and then at the end, stuff. he's like, he's like, I guess that's, that's right. Now. She's the enemy right. now, right. right? I mean, and and you get to that point where there are those things, and then later you get these interesting things because again, like you've already said, you throw everything against the wall, something's going to stick. When they go to the imp- when they're bored and they're like, look over the improv, right. shout out negative things, and I'm thinking, all right, that's going to be a quick side you know, digression thing, and it turns out to be a full scene. And I'll be damned if that wasn't funnier than I thought it was right. going to be. See, and, that, that's, and that's that's kind of like the good thing so about the this movie. movie works, it has these moments. That's the good thing about this movie that I think proves why it's so bad. Right. Because there's I the, agree. There's this, the scene where they go to the improv and it doesn't really spoil anything. No. That really was funny. Yeah. And, you know, that was funny in a really, like, odd way that I think works probably for me and maybe you better better than the average person laughing at a lot of this movie maybe or something like that because it's just it's just so crazy it's you know it's really but there's like that scene and then there's the scene where all of a sudden they're you know throwing apples at joggers (laughs) and stuff right (laughs) yeah and and those were both a little funny the jogger thing was a little funny right um but the the improv thing was pretty funny yeah but both of them are total random nonsense absolutely that just, mean nothing yeah they're just the little post-it notes that yeah. seth mcfarland brought into the right. movie and said i want this to happen at some point yep i want this to happen at some point it yeah. doesn't make any sense to anything yeah there's no reason for it to happen how can we get them to the improv how about if they consider that like a celebration right Let's just for some up. other yeah. thing right and it's just totally random and it is kind of funny but it, it's exactly why everything is bad about the movie it, because... it, it's even such a stupid it doesn't even give away the scene but in the moment where they're heckling the improv guys who are just asking for suggestions and all they're doing is throwing out negative like they're like schindler's list you know right. things that are impossible and not happy and the guy and this is what got me the guy's like starbucks i hear someone say starbucks and ted goes no one said starbucks <laughs> right you know and, and the and whole rest of the me. place is totally quiet yeah that and now i'm like okay now you got me right. that was my sweet spot for the joke so now and then it's just over i mean it's it's not a it's not a terrible disappointment and then that, even that kind of goes on longer than it, it needs to it you know it just it, it's like he can't just do something funny yeah. and be done and that's funny i i just think i think ted mcfar uh, ted mcfarland i think seth mcfarland is a creative guy and I think he's got good I do think he has good ideas I just think he needs somebody to edit those ideas and, and keep him tight reined I think if he has um, a thin parameter to work with what his jokes become are less lethargic and more lethal I think they're very sharp and right. I think they're very effective like I think he, like he's, he's, laid he's, out not, he's not good with a lot of time he isn't you give him more time and he just he falters off right. but you say look you've got 15 minutes it, he'll kill you in those fifteen minutes. He'll make something work, right? And and I just it, feel like almost, that's it's almost like really what what should have happened, or what would be better, is yeah. if you took both of these and made one movie, right? And just like pared it all right. down got, enough, an hour and forty that minutes you could do that. This. It's all yeah. one story where yeah. we get all the way to married and everything right. by the one movie, and right. then you know, then we have to have for some reason we have to have like a villain. Right. It, it's not enough yeah. that he's like trying to get his civil rights, but we have to have Donnie because right. Back uh, and... because we had Giovanni Ribisi still right. under contract right. and he had to show up or whatever. Yeah. And all of the stuff where he's in it is just fully goofy. Yeah. And it's and the same thing dumb. he did in the first film. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing new there to it. But I guess by way of saying all that, like I thought it was disappointing, but I can absolutely see why it will make money and why people will want to go see it because I think. 
you know, it's it kind of funny in places. Right. And uh, you know, I think the, I think the whole thing is is very weird, and it will be interesting to see what happens with him. Yeah. As time goes on, because he's already got you know right so much money from family everything guy everything a guy needs that uh, you know he's got jillions of dollars, but he's he's in this place where you know people like him and talk about him positively. Right. So he can get these movies made, right? right? And then, you know, another thing that I really didn't like about the movie, even though I laughed and, you know, we're getting a little bit close on time and we got other... Still want to talk I, I want to kind of talk about stuff, some other so stuff. But, you know, the other thing that kind of irritated me watching the movie, especially because I know Seth MacFarlane has, uh, you know, jillions of dollars yeah. um, and he can get more money right. to make a movie, right? Right. Is that... There were several times in the movie where it really stood out to me that I feel like the thing was shot in like a week and a half on like three sets. Right. And then at the end, we took another week and traveled around to do a couple of like location shots, shots yep. or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, really? You can't, you know, it's like every scene in the movie feels like the cheapest like set thing that we you know we're just not spending any more money than we have to on all the people that were paying to be in it and how much we're paying me to right you know to, what whatever it. yeah and it's like you know the courtroom scene is yeah. like you know they got their that was the they, same courtroom they got both. their apartment yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's the, the same, same it's the same court every everywhere right. they are and uh and it looks like the court in a lot of other movies they didn't yeah. like they didn't even rearrange stuff from when it was uh, like a few good men or yeah, whatever. It's the exact <laughs> it's like, same one. It it's so weird that their apartment yeah. is just, you know, their apartment is like uh, this room off of the green room at Universal yeah, Studios right. or something, a lot, whatever. Everything like looks so obviously like you're yeah. you're on a weird set. Yeah. And every time you go outside, it's it's funny when they're walking up the courtroom steps. It looked so horrible right. to me because it's so clearly like they blocked off this thing for like 10 minutes. Right. And said, you yeah. know, dude, you're walking upstairs. We can get this in one take. Right. <laughs> and, and they just moved everything on the side. And, yeah. it, and it's just, I, I don't know. If, you, if a movie is made so kind of sparsely at this point yeah. that you can notice that really yeah. easily, then you some, see something's the gone wrong, right? right? I mean, it's. So, it's a little weird. Right. So, um, so don't go see that because <laughs> it's not <laughs> doing to tell us why we're not it, funny. It, you know why we yeah. have no sense of humor. Anyway, um, but you know, the, but there were some things that were funny, and you know, yeah, there were. It, it's weird too because I'm I'm not really that guy, right? I mean, like yeah. you know, I'll laugh at the Three Stooges or right. Meatballs or yeah. Animal House or you know shit that's goofy funny or yeah. you know whatever it is. I mean, but it's got to be goofy funny and it's got to actually be funny right <laughs> right and, and that's the thing it's not enough that you tell me it's funny you've got to you got to actually do something to make me laugh and then i right. i will agree right that was funny so anyway um so coming up we've got uh terminator and magic mike and right. uh that's next week so we're yeah. going to do terminator because once again uh we're just not going to magic mike that's just <laughs> right that's just how that is right uh we'll watch it, it they've Matched it up you know, again well, so that we have a we can have a fun time outside the theater as people are going sure. in again. This has just, nothing, just like just like the well, this first has nothing one. to do stereotypically for any you know stigma or anything. It's just if you if you took me to the theater and said you can see Magic Mike or Terminator and I I pick Terminator. Right. I'd always pick Terminator. 
you know. Just, yeah, I I'm, I'm know what happened. scared of Terminator, though. It's probably and, not uh, going to be that great. Every next word somebody says about it, the more scared I get. And I'll tell oh, you, yeah. the more that Arnold Schwarzenegger likes it, the more scared I am of it. That alone would scare me. <laughs> and I, I've stayed away from a lot of Terminator stuff because I, I think it's going to be not abysmal, but I think it's going to be average, below average. I think it's going to be but weird. But I want to at least have fun getting to it. And I don't want to see all this stuff, which, by the way... Just as a very ten second quick throwback, I thought Ted ruined itself by showing too many great things in the in the trailer. You know, yeah, the, there, there the were there were a lot stuff, of the all funny, that stuff would have really killed if I hadn't already seen it fifty the, times. There so were avoiding there were a lot of the funnier parts yeah. that you don't get the full effect. You just because you've already you're seen desensitized it. Desensitized to the joke. Yeah, so. and not only that, but it's not even the really good way that uh, sometimes you'll see in a movie where it, you see that part, but it's different in the movie a little right. bit, or there's a or bigger there's build up end, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just. That's what's it. in the trailer, and that's it. And right. so you don't get the full effect. Um, so, anyway, anyway, Terminator. Uh, so Terminator, I, I actually wanted to ask you because yeah. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and everyone basically right. is like bagging on the Christian Bale one now that this new one's coming yeah. out and kind of, you know, talking like that one doesn't exist and doesn't count. Right, it's did, not did, canon. Did you like that one? I remember not disliking it. Yeah. I only saw it. This is. I'm not a big guy. That, that was a seven. You know, probably, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie, I'm gonna tie seven, in my you know, seven half, average seven. thing from the you know I'm not a show. big guy that doesn't uh, rewatch stuff. I actually rewatch things if I like it a fair amount. You know I'll see it at least right. one more time. And, I don't remember ever seeing never bothered to. But I remember when I one. watched it, I remember liking it and enjoying it and having a fun time. But it never was. I got to get that Blu-ray. I got to get these things. It is, I just it is clearly a, a very different. It's a kind very of different a thing entry. happening. It's a very different entry. Anyway, um, you know, I think it's going to be good, but I'm very scared of it. Um, I've actually heard a lot of people say Magic Mike is good. I'm not surprised. And uh, you know. and not necessarily people who even thought the first one was good. Right. But that this one actually does something interesting. I don't know. Anyway, right. um, the Amy's coming out in a couple of weeks. Well, the, Soderbergh's uh, not doing Mike. So I have very I, – I, I mean, I like Channing Tatum. Okay. No, yeah, that's, over, that's but true. Steven Soderbergh had done it. I might have put, you know, I might be like, look, I'll tell you how it is if you don't want to see it right, with right. me, but I'm going to see it just because I think he's great. But sure. Anyway, Amy. Uh, anyway, Amy, the uh, documentary about Amy Winehouse is coming yep. out, and it's uh, actually going to open in a fair amount of theaters. So that's, that's getting good cool. buzz. That's, that's getting a lot really of really good stuff. Yeah. So. And, uh, and then Minions at the same time. Minions. Then uh, in a couple weeks, we've got Selfless. So yep. now that's uh, Ryan Reynolds yep. and Ben Kingsley, although Ben Kingsley is not actually in it that much. It's funny to watch the trailers of that because Ben Kingsley's in the trailer a lot, and he's obviously not going to be in the movie right, a lot so be, because it's what it's about. What right. it's about is that he like transfers his consciousness right. into dead Ryan Reynolds' body, yep. and uh, obviously it's funny because uh, you read the summary of the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, the first part of it is that it's the new, this new science, like right. whatever, where uh, Ben Kingsley's super rich guy and, and you can transfer his mind into the new dead body. Right. And then the next paragraph starts, you know, with like, and something goes wrong. And right. you knew that was correct. Right. Like, <laughs> no kidding. Like, could you there know. just be a movie about it working and right. what happens when it right. works right? No. Uh, so what happens is that so then he's like alive and he's Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds is actually in all of the movie, right? Right. And Ben Kingsley is trying to go about his 
life as Ben Kingsley, even though he's in Ryan Reynolds' body, right. and then, you know, hilarity ensues, whatever. Right. I mean, it's like Ryan yeah. Reynolds starts knocking on the door of his brain, going, let me back in, or something. Right. I don't know, whatever it is that happens, but uh, he gets these flashes or something have, something happens that goes back to Ryan Reynolds' life, and, you know, he's in a new body, but is he alone in there? Right. And, you know, and uh, based on true events, no. But, <laughs> that would be, you're your favorite. You know what scares cool. me the most about Selfless, it, or or is just the, the most apprehensive thing, is that it's not rated R. That it's only PG thirteen. That, that, kind of, that kind of makes that, sense. Yeah. That that gives me kind of a weird hesitation, like because it's almost like they're just doing a like. Layout. Is it gonna? Is it gonna? It's not gonna spin off the rails like, into like the Johnny Depp right. thing. I feel like if you're gonna make a film like that, and it's kind of a sci-fi thriller mystery kind of thing and it's really weird and crazy you've got to be because you have to in order not to get an audience but you have to if you're going to tell that story right if you want to tell a pg-13 story like any of the famous you know big or pitch you know not pitch perfect but you know you i've switched my body with my mom and all these you know whatever these films then that's pg-13 i get it you've got to go to work you've got to go to school Hilarity ensues. Right. This this seems much more different, and I think you need a harder rating to make that work. Uh, yeah, but, probably, but we'll who, see. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, and then uh, same week that Selfless comes out, there's like a really small indie that's going to be awesome, and uh, I'm pretty sure that it's really awesome. But uh, I'm going to have a review of it up in a couple of days on FilmReview.com. But it's called What What We Did oh, on, what our we on Our Holiday. On our vacation. At, no, it's holiday. Is it holiday? No, it's what we did on our holiday. Because because it's in England, and that's what they call them there. Oh, right. The English. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's Rosamund Pike. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Who, David Tennant. Oh, yeah, right. I'm thinking of it. And film. Billy Connolly's in it. And, Good to see him do stuff. And Ben Miller's in it. And Ben Miller's really awesome. Yeah. And I don't know that he necessarily stands out uh, hugely... Uh, to everyone, because yeah. uh, American stuff he's been in, he doesn't always have the biggest role, but you know he's got like eight million credits. He right. was in uh, the first couple of seasons of Death in Paradise, which has been on TV here, but was you know it's this British show. But anyway, um, he was in Primeval too. Actually, right. that was that was here. But uh, he he's good in it. But it's this awesome, awesome indie odd thing that yeah. you get some big names into and it's like about going on vacation where you're around all your family and everything and you've got all these kids who right. are not good at keeping secrets about things and <laughs> and hilarity ensues right, right? and right. it's and uh david Tennant and rosamund pike are awesome yeah and perfect That'd for that cool. and that one looks like it's going to be really fantastic and uh you know I think that's about it. Then yeah. it's a while. So that's that's two or three weeks. It's a right. while until we get more giganticness. Right. And then when, right after that, it's like the the one that I'm it's funny to have like a film to be dreading. Like I don't know that I want to go see Ant Man. You yeah. know, that's gonna be that's gonna be if it's great I will tricky. apologize. But I don't I don't see how this can be really fantastic. It, you know, as it gets closer, though, people are actually starting to talk about it more. Yeah, it, it is. The week after that is Ant-Man and then Trainwreck. And we, right. we just saw the, the preview for Trainwreck. Yep. And that looked like I it. really love 
uh, Amy Schumer. Right. And uh, Bill Hader's in it, yep. who uh, is in... He's on fire it, now. He's in catching every Inside job. Out, yeah. and he's everywhere. And he has been in... Uh, it's like him and Kristen Wiig are right. like vying for the spot of taking over the indie world. Yeah. Right? And so and some of the time, they're together. That was a, yeah. But then even when they're separate, they're right. all they're over indie yeah. everything. Um, but Trainwreck looks odd, and it's a Judd Apatow... Amy Schumer yeah. basically trying to capitalize on the popularity of everyone involved in it, but it looks a little odd. Yeah. And I even I really like Amy Schumer. I really like right. Inside Amy Schumer the show, and you know she's like doing pushing it too far in a good way. Right. But right. that one's scary. Yeah. Um, wow. But but that's you know the month ahead, and up. and still no more gigantic things for quite a while unless Ant Man. Goes Kills, ballistic. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, but we're out of time anyway. And uh, so next week, clearly Terminator. Yeah. We will uh, we'll see you next week with that. And uh, go to com and filmreview.com. And we will uh, see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Welcome to Metro PCS. Hi, I heard you're giving free phones to everybody? Yes, right now everybody gets a free phone. You and your friends, cousins, neighbors, roommates. What if I'm already with Metro PCS? Yeah, it's for existing customers, new customers, people named Willie, dog lovers. That's awesome. Everyone gets a free phone at Metro PCS. Come choose your select free phone from brands like Samsung and LG. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Sales tax not included. Phones free after instant and mail in rebates. Upgrade fee may apply. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile Network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Allergies, pollen in the air, dogs in the house, mold in the basement. Whatever triggers your allergy symptoms, it can really hold you back. Break through with Allegra 5-in-1 Relief. Allegra works fast, won't make you drowsy, provides 24-hour multi-symptom relief, and it's effective every day. Break through allergies with Allegra. Starts working in one hour. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com.